With Erev Shabbos, Parshas Tzav, Shabbos HaGogol, um, this is the, I think, 23rd, um, Chazorah session, we're on number 10 on the base, uh, recording for this year, which Be'ezus Hashem will take place on Shabbos, um, number 10 on the base, the two dots, um, 10 lines down, I think it is, Rabbi Hanino Bar Popo. Rabbi Hanino Bar Popo, Romi, he asked the contradiction, Ksiv, on the one hand, he writes in the Pesach, Velokakti, Degoni, Ve'itza, Ve'goymer, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, and I will take my grain in its right time, Ve'goymer, Ksiv, and yet we've got another Pesach, which says, Velokakti, Degonecho, Ve'goymer, and you will gather in your grain. So is it our grain, or is it HaKadosh Baruch Hu's grain? Will we gather it in, or will HaKadosh Baruch Hu take it back? And he answered, Lekasha, it's not Lekasha. Kam, Bizman, Shi, Yitzor, Aletim, Ritzen, Shalokoim, when one is talking about when we're doing the rotten of Hashem, then then it becomes our grain, we will be zeicha to be able, it will become ours and we can take it in. Whereas the first postage is talking about when we don't do the rotten of Hashem, when we don't do the rotten of Hashem, we don't have any right to the Gashmias on the contrary, as we know the brochas then revert, they belong to Esau, and the Gashmias is not ours anymore, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu would not let us take it. Tona Rabon has been taught in Ebraisa. The Osafta the Gonech, and you shall gather in your grain. What's it coming to teach us with that? Lepish and Emas, it says Rabbi Yishmol, because it says in the Pesach, This day for should not be removed from your mouth. One may have thought that that means literally as it's written. I.e., you can never stop learning. There's no time for paranoia, there's no time for, for, the, for the physical requirements. That's why the Pesach says, That you should, you should gather in your grain. Honey, Bohem and Eretz, that together with your Torah, you should also have some sort of Tarasaret, i.e. some source of Parnosah. Divir Rabbi Yishmol. Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Shimon he disagrees. He says, Could it be that a person plows at the time of plowing? And he will sow at the time of sowing. considering the harvest in the harvest season. And he will, plow, he will thresh in the, the threshing season. And when it's windy, he'll winnow. What's going to be with the Torah? Rather than the time when Kralis will do the Rotten of Hashem, Melachta Nasi Salidi Achtelim, their Melachta is done through others, Shenem says, Vomdu Zorim Viro Utsenachem Begayna. And strangers will stand up and they will shepherd your flock, Begayna, etc. They'll do the work for you. And when Kralis don't do the Rotten of Hashem, Melachta Nasi Salidi Achtelim, their work will be done by themselves. They have to do it themselves. Shemem says, "Well, after the Gonech, and you will have to gather in your grain." But not only that, the Melacha of others will be done by them. We'll be forced to do the Melacha of others as well. Shemem says, "Well, and you will serve your enemies, etc." And we we saw together. We saw Tosus who asks that uh, seemingly Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai says he says that the that Vosafta uh, Degonecho is not for the people, it's when we're not doing the Rotsun of Hashem, and yet above Rabbi Hanino Bar Popo, who's only an Amoira, he says that's talking about when we do do the Rotsun of Hashem. And Tosu says either they're just talking about relative, Rabbi Shimon is talking about the, when we talk about Oitim Ritzon, Rabbi Shimon is talking about the Shvit, the Tadikim, the people who just set and learn, then compared to them, Vosafta Degonecho is one stage down, you have to do your own work. Whereas Rabbi Hanino Bar Popo is just talking about relative to Rishoyim. Rishoyim, we don't do the Rotsun of Hashem at all, so they won't get anything. Whereas at least the people who are the Bainanim, they're considered Oten Ritzen and in comparison, they will get to keep their own uh, produce. 
And the second answer of Tosus, we suggested that Tosus, the second answer, because it's not so clear what Tosus means in the second answer, is it could well be that Tosus is trying to get at the Rabbi Hanino Bar Pop is coming to learn like Rabbi Ishmael. Namely, the Vosaf to the Gonecho means that you should. You should have, a, uh, have some sort of paranoia. There's nothing wrong with it. And as long as the person does it in the, in the right fashion, he doesn't, doesn't outweigh his times of Torah, it's literally just so that he can learn. Then, on the contrary, it's not only on the one hand, should you do it, you will be zerchet to gather in your own grain. And yes, it could be you will gather it in, it could be others will do it for you. But he's not, he's coming basically to go along the lines of Rabbi Ishmael. Says the Gemara, the Gemara continues on. Omar Abai says Abai, Harbe also Kravishmo, there are many who have done like Kravishmo, but also Biodon, and they were successful. Kravishim Menuchoin, there are many who have done like Kravishim Menuchoin, they just had to sit and learn, but also Biodon. And it wasn't successful, because the inevitable happened, they weren't at such a Madrigo that they could just rely on Nisim, and, uh, they, and then they had to stop learning completely to go and earn some sort of Parnosa. Omar Lehu Rava, the Rabbonon, Rava said to the Rabbonon, the Matusa Minayachi said to his Talmidim, I plead of you, the Yomi Nisan of Yomi Tishri, learnt his Chazu Kamoi, in the days of Nisan and the days of Tishri, I don't want to see you, don't appear before me, Ki Yechi Delitzitru Dimim Zenayachu Kodoshat, in order that you won't be bothered by having to earn your keep, your, your food, your Parnosa, all year round. Do what you need to do in Nisan, Nisan is the time of the, uh, Nisan is the time of, of harvesting, when the fields are now full of their produce, Tishri is the time of sowing and ploughing and sowing the, the, the next year's uh, produce. So do the work at that time. And it was pointed out in the Shir that especially Tishri, perhaps even more than this one, but Tishri is a, is a very surprising time. You would have thought, who could think about working in the days of Tishri? We're talking about here in the times of the Gomorrah. You know, they talk about people going to, to buy Arba Minim during, uh, during Aseret Simei Shuvah. And many say, how can we even think about buying Arba Minim? There's two schools of thought. Some say, on the contrary, Chafarayim, get another mitzvah before Yom Kippur. But others say, how can it, I think it's a Machlux, perhaps a Litvax and Chassidim, I think. I'm not sure, but how can you even think about it? These are days where you should be called Kudo to Shuvah and Torah. And here he's telling them, Don't, I, I'm not interested in seeing you in the Shir. What's going on? And although we didn't actually come back and answer that, that question specifically, and that's why I'm just picking it out, we basically explained that if a person uses Paranosa in the right way, if a person uses it in the right way, on the contrary, that in itself, as we explained based on the Vilnagon in Rus, that in itself can be viewed as, as a Dovo Ruchni. On the contrary, with Dafka and Tishri, he said, do your work now. That is the best lead-up to Yom Kippur. To show our Kodesh Baruch Hu, to my work, I'm doing only so I can learn the rest of the year. Obviously, if a person works for work's sake, then I'm not an You shouldn't be saying that in history. Not a, good, not a good thing at all. But if a person is working on the contrary because he appreciates that the work is only so as to facilitate his learning, the working time itself becomes Torah. It becomes Torah. As we learned earlier with the, in, in, in Tosus there, we said if, when a person makes Birch Satir in the morning and he comes back in the evening, no, no need for a new Birch Satir. Why? The answer is he was never Messiah Das. He was never Messiah Das from the Gemara. Why? But I spent eight hours in work. The Territ is, based on what we're saying now, because even when I was in work, my mind was still fixed to the Torah. I was waiting for the first opportunity to get back to the Gomorrah. This is an inter- interruption. It's a necessary interruption so I can sit and learn with Munuch Hasan I can serve Hashem with honesty, integrity. And therefore, it's a part that the working itself becomes the Chilik of the Torah. And therefore, Dafke and Tishri, on the contrary, Dafke and Tishri, he gave them this, uh, this message. 
Again, there's more to discuss on the subject. We did speak uh, at greater length about the the, the Torah and Derech Eretz, and even that was perhaps just just uh, touching the just just touching the tip of the iceberg. But it's a it's it's a start at least. Omar Rabba Baba Chana Omar Rabbi Yechon said Rabba Baba Chana Omar Rabbi Yechon Mishum Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Eloi. Boyer A come and see Shlugu Deris Roshenim Deris Acharenim. The earlier generations are not like we are like we are now. He says in the later generations. Torah is in the early generations. Also, Torah and Kavah, their Torah was the fixed thing, or Malachs on Arayin, and Malacho was the just the temporary thing. And Zubazin is kind of the odd one. They were they were Matzliach in both of them. Torah Achorim, when we come to the late generations, also Malachs on Kavah, suddenly the Malacho becomes the fixed thing. But Torah and Arayin, their Torah becomes the temporary thing, and Zubazin is kind of the odd one. Surprise, surprise, they're not Matzliach in either of them. Again, as we explained, it's not a question of how long you learn and how long you work. It's more the attitude. If the attitude is that the malacha is nothing more than an interruption, and I do what I have to do. If I can work less, I work less. If I have to work more, I have to work more. But just ultimately, I want to sit and learn. I want to be able to learn my Gemara. I want to be able to serve Hashem. That's called the, the, the Torah being the Kavah. Everything is fixed by, by the Torah. Again, there's much more to be spoken about here. But just one point I think I, I think well worth mentioning is the Doris Acharonim. If that's what the Doris Acharonim were, we know what the Eritus Hazoris. What can we say about our, about ourselves? It's obviously something to ponder, something something to think about. Carries on the Gemara. Things are not like they used to be. Doris Acharonim, the earlier generations, say Machnisim Peresen Derech Taraksimon. They would dafka take their, their produce in through the gates. Kadeh lechayv on the maizah in order that it should be chayv and maizah. Because as we know, in order to be chayv and maizah, it's got to go dafka through the gates. Through the Pnei Abayis, through the gates, through the entrance to the house or the chotzer. Zorot HaAcharonim, in the later generations, Machnisim Peresen Derech Gadoes, Derech Hatzeles, Derech Karvibas. They would try, they would find a loophole. They would take it in over the roof or through the Chotzer, which we'll, we spoke about whether that Gersa should be there, the Chazanish takes it out, as we'll see why in a second maybe, and then Karifibas, or through the enclosures, Kadeh Lepotzim and Amaisa, because through that, it's a legal loophole, through that they could save themselves having to take Trumas and Amaisa. The Omer Abiyana, because Abiyana used to say, in our Tevel Mishchayim Amaisa, Ashiyere Pnei Abayis. You're not Chayef to take Maisa from Tevel, until it's seen the Pnei Abayis. It's gone through the gate. Shenemid says, Be'ati HaKadosh Min Abayis. I got rid of the video, I we say, I got rid of the Kurdish min abayis. But Rabbi Yechon, or Rabbi Yechon says, I feel the Chotzek about, even the Chotzek can fix it, can fix the Chiyav. Shanaman says, V'ochulu v'sh'orecho v'salveyu. And uh, they will eat, eat in your, in your gates, v'salveyu, and be satisfied. So you see, it doesn't matter which gate it is, whether it's through the Chotzek, whether it's through the house, either one can be Mechaiva person in Maisa. And Rashi said, this is all with regards to being able to have a proper Su'uda, a person, strictly speaking, if he doesn't take it through the gates, he's not going to be chayev to take Trumas and Maizah. It's what we call Achilas Aray. Uh, Achilas Aray. But Achilas Kavat, you want to have a fixed meal, then with Rabbonon, you have to take even, you have to take Trumas and Maizah, even if it has not come through the, through the, uh, through the gates. Tosus quotes Rashi is saying something slightly different, and that is that, that with Rabbonon, even according to Rabbi Yana, with Rabbonon, the Chotzer is Koveya. And based on that, that's why we said, how can you have the Gersa Terech HaTzeros? And it makes it even more difficult, because remember, Rabbi Yechanan is the one who, is, who ri- originally said that he's the one speaking here, and Rabbi Yechanan is the one who says that the Chotzeh is Kovea. So we suggested a little bit of an answer, and that is that a, when we talk about the Chotzeh being Kovea, that means that it goes through, the, goes through the gates of the Chotzeh. 
And when we said that to take it through the chotzer, that doesn't mean through the gate, it means over the wall of the chotzer or something like that, then a person is potter even midrabonon, the chotzer will be potter even midrabonon from Trumas Amitris. But the basic idea is they looked for a legal loophole to get out of the, to get out of having to take Trumas Amitris. It says, uh, I once heard, some people take the Ashkofer, Baruch Hashem, we've got 613 mitzvahs, oh, Gewaldig, if we've got extra Hidurim, we'll look for that. Other people look at the, them as 613 problems. Meaning, if we can find a way out, let's look for the way out. And you see already in the Gemara here, that this was, and again, I, I say this, don't mean to sound depressing, but obviously, if this is what it was like in their times, in our times, it's, that's the Matthias of, of Yerida Sardonis. Now returning to our Mishnah, we said in the Mishnah that on all fruits of the tree one makes bere prihoit, except for wine. Because it's a dava choshog, and therefore it's got its own bracha bere prihagofen. Mishnah yayin, ask him, what's the difference with wine? Why is it different? If you say the reason is because it's been changed, it was a grape, now it's grape juice, and it's changed, it's gone one better, because wine is more choshog than grapes. Ishtani the bracha, and therefore it gets, it gets a more unique bracha. Baharishavans, what about olive oil? The Ishtani le'iluya, it wasn't olive, now it's olive oil, we see the Torah calls it Shemen, the olive oil is a dollar choshuk, so it's changed for the better. And the Ishtani the bracha, yes, it doesn't change the bracha. The Omer Rabbi Yehuda Amashmuel, the Chen Omer Rabbi Yitzchak Omer Rabbi Yechonon, so to Rabbi Yitzchak said the name of Rabbi Yechonon, Shemen zayif from olive oil, mavorchan olo beri priyayit. We make the bracha beri priyayit. Don't change the bracha. So Omri, so they answered, Hosam Mishum Dula Esher. The reason why over there we don't, doesn't have its own bracha is because it's not possible. Hechin net nabrich. So what bracha are we going to make? Nabrich beri pri hazayis. What bracha should we make? Like we say beri pri hazayis, we should say beri pri hazayis. It doesn't make any sense. Because peiro kufei zayis ikri. Because the fruit itself, the actual fruit on the tree is called a zayis. So you can't say beri pri hazayis because that sounds like we're saying we're making a bracha on the fruit of the olive. What's the fruit of the olive? That's the olive oil. And we explained in a couple of ways what Rashi meant, but the basic idea is, if by saying that, what you're actually saying is, we're making a bracha on the fruit of the olive. Who made the fruit of the olive? Who made that oil? Who made that oil come out of the fruit? Man. You don't make a bracha on something that the man made. Masha'in came with the, with the, um, with the uh, wine. We're saying, Buri Priyagofen. The vine is the tree. The gefen is the, is the vine, is the tree. So the pri... We said either pshat is we're making it on the grape, not on the wine, and it's just now because the grape has been has been made into something greater. Or even if we are making it on the wine, but by saying bore priyagofen, we're saying what we're actually saying is that the wine was already on the tree, not the man made it. We just released it from the grape, but it was already on the tree. The problem is, as we said, with the olives, it's more difficult because with the olives, if you say bore priyazayis, then you're insinuating that the olive and the olive oil are two separate stages, two separate things. In which case, the olive was on the tree, the olive oil was not, so who made the olive oil? Man did, so you don't make a bracha on that. So that one doesn't work. So it says the Gemara, well, why can't we say, V'nabrich alayhi let's make a bracha on it, Bari pri Zayas, who created the fruit of the olive tree. Good question. And Omar Mazutra, rather said Mazutra, it's not enough the fact that it's changed and it's become more koshev. There's something else that wine has. Chamro Zayin, Mishkol Zayin. Wine, um, sustains a person, it gives it, it takes away the hunger pangs. Whereas, um, whereas oil does not do that. Ask more, really? Umishkhole Zayin, telling me the oil doesn't, uh, doesn't fill a person, give him some sort of a, 
uh, satiation, at least in a small way. But if somebody makes a nadin, he's not going to have any mozoin. That's his wording. He's allowed to have water and salt. You're telling me that water and salt are the only two things which are not called mozoin. Implying that everything else is called mozoin. Let's say this is going to be a question on Ram and Shmuel. Because they say, we're going to see this better Sashem next week, the only food that we say is the bracha beri mine mazoinus, mazoin, is on the five grains. Wheat, barley, um, rye, spelt and oats. Implying that's the only thing which is mazoin. And you're telling me everything except salt and water is called mazoin. And we answer, V'omer Rapuna, Rapuna says, Do'emek kol ha-zonolai. You're right, he didn't say kol ha-mozon is osomi, he says kol ha-zonolai. Anything which is zon, is zayin, takes away the hunger, the Ritzvah says. I'm not going to have an all from that. And there, the only two things which are not zayin are salt and water. So almost, so we see mishcha zayin, so obviously, that, that oil does have this quality of being zayin, because there's only two exceptions. So it says the Gemara, Elo chamra soyed. No, but wine goes even better than that. Because wine is actually a mozzin. Because not only is it zon, it's also soyed. It actually, the Roshan of the it strengthens the heart. It actually fills the person up. Not just takes away a little bit of the hunger. Umishkhal is soyed, whereas oil does not do that. After the Gemara, Bechamra mi soyed. You really? You're telling me that wine fills the person up? Rova used to drink wine the whole of the day of Erev Pesach. On the contrary, in order to literally draw out the heart, to give himself more of an appetite, in order to be able to eat more matzah, so you see, on the contrary, wine gives a person an appetite, it doesn't fill him up. Answer the Gemara, If you have a lot of it, a lot of wine, that makes a person more hungry. Whereas, purta it. If a person has only a little bit, then it, um, if a person has only a little bit, then it fills him up. It fills him up. And therefore, as Tosfer says, if a person wants to drink wine on, on, uh, on Erev Pesach, we know, already in the afternoon, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's, there can be problems, a person not allowed to have a su'udah, because we want him to have a good appetite for, for the Seder night. So therefore, if he wants to have wine, make sure he has a lot, not a, li- a little, because otherwise he's going to fill himself up with that little bit of wine. Um, and perhaps, if you, want, if you want to understand a little about this, why is it a lot of wine... Um, gives a person an, uh, an appetite. Um, um, or after, after the shear, so, um, uh, Jonathan, he, he said that he once spoke to a nutritionist to, to, to do with Shabbos, and the, the nutritionist spoke about if the person has a lot of starch, much more than usual, it can do all sorts of things to the body because the body then reacts to it, and um, because obviously it's breaking down the starch, and it, it, it can do all sorts of, uh, all sorts of things. Um, which can actually make a person feel unwell, etc. And he says, he, he reckons, and it could well be, he says, because wine is very sweet, so if a person has a lot of it, on the contrary, it makes a person more hungry. Speak to, speak to him for more, more information on the, on the subject. But um, a little bit, on the other hand, doesn't do that to the body. The body, that's normal, and therefore the body, it just has a normal thing. It breaks it down, it gives energy, and it can fill a person up. Could be, very possible, that's the, the Peshat over here. Um, so it says the Gemara, but umisai is kalal. Is it true that wine can satiate at all? Vahoksi b'shori the posik writes, v'yayin yisamach levavanish, the wine uh, gladdens the heart of man, v'lechem levavanish yisod, and that bread 
satiates the heart of man. So you see that it's bread which is soyed, not wine. Wine is only misameach, the goma, etc. Answer the Gemara, Nama who does soyed. No, no, no. Bread only, says the Possek, it's the only thing it does is it's soyed. Whereas Khamara, uh, sorry, this is still in the question. Nama who does soyed, I misread that. Nama is soyed, it's satiates. Khamara, no soyed. Whereas wine is not. Says the Gemara, Elo, this word Elo maybe shouldn't be that they say. Khamara is betarti. Wine has two minus. Soyed and Mesamech. Well, the possible means to say is not only is it soyed, it's also Mesamech. It gladdens the heart of man. Whereas Naam or Misad soyed, whereas bread, it fills the person up, Simuchele Mesamech. But it doesn't have the mila of being Mesamech, the person. So ask the Gemara, Yehochi, if so, Nabri Chalishalish Barachis. If you're now telling me that wine is a Dabba Choshev, because it's Ishtani de Iluya, like bread, it is Zon, and it's soyed, it's mamish like bread. It's mamish like bread. So in which case, we should make Birkas Hamondan after having it. So the Gemara answers, There's one thing it doesn't have that bread does, does have. And that is, the people are not they are their suda, they don't fix their suda over wine, like bread. So, What if a person did fix his suda on the wine? Would he make Birkas Hamondan? So Amalei Sarova said to him, You'll have to wait for Eliyahu. If Eliyahu comes and says that it is considered a Kaviyos, then fine. But Hashtamiyah, but for the time being, This person, we see him as being unusual, and we say, we don't take any notice of what he wants. And therefore, he does not make Birkas Hamolzin. Says the Gemara Kufa, let's recap. On olive oil we make very pre-oates. Ask the Gemara Hechidomi. What's the case? If we're talking about he just drinks olive oil just like that. So it damages him. Either according to Rashi Pshat it actually is damaging, it's not good for a person's health. Or according to the Ritva, the idea is that... Um, since this is the Ritval, the Shittata is, you're actually damaging. It's like damaging hectic property, because remember we said before a person makes a bracha, it belongs to Hashem. For damaging, there's no me'ila. And if there's no me'ila, therefore a person wouldn't have to make a bracha. The Tanya, how do we know it's damaging? The Tanya, because we learned in a bright Somebody who drinks oil of Turuma, he's a non-Koyen, and he drinks of oil of Turuma. So if he does it with Shogig, normally with Turuma produce, he has to pay to, to a Koyen, he would, who he actually belonged to, he would pay Karen Mechonesh. He would pay the value plus an extra fifth. Whereas here, Meshanim is HaKeren, Veinim Meshanim is HaFemesh. He has to pay the Karen, Midra Bonon, that is the Ritzvah says, because he's damaged, he's, he's made the Karen lose out. But Veinim Meshanim is HaFemesh. He doesn't have to pay up the, the fifth. And Rashi says, because it says in the post, Ki Yoichal Kedesh Bishkogo. You've got to eat Kedesh. In other words, consume it, not damage it. And this is a waste of the trauma, but it's damaging the trauma because it's not, it's not, uh, oil is not normally eaten on its own. Whereas Hasok Shemen, Shal Trumah, somebody anoints himself with oil of Trumah, he has to pay both the Karen and the Chemish, because that's normal. That goes into Kiyochal Kodesh. So, in which case, says Rashi, if a person just drinks the oil on its own, that's not Vachalta. The Pulse of Vachalta was Vachalta, and we, we, as we, we explained, according to Rashi, is a person has to show after you've eaten, so to the idea before you eat the bracha beforehand is also comes from Hodor. So if there's no Hodor after because there's no Achila, so beforehand there won't be a bracha. It's not Achila. It's got to be an Achila. This is not an Achila. It damages. Rather, says the Gemara, let's call Achila day out day pass. He eats it together with bread. By eating with bread, it takes away the damaging effects. Iochi, if so, Havi Ale pass Ikar. 
But we're told that in which case it will come out that the bread is the ikka, and the, the oil is just a subsidiary. What's an honor we've learned in the Mishnah, Zakla, we have to say to on. The rule is, kosher ikka women's fail. If you have something ikka and you have with it a tofel, something subordinate to it, mevoyichal ikka petes hatfilim in one bracha on the ikka, and that covers the tofel as well. So you'd be making hamotzi not very pure eights. So says the Gemara, ela dekoshasi le alidei anigrin. Okay, pishatis he drank the oil together with an anigrin. So what's that? So Omer Abba Bashmuel anigrin. What is an anigrin? Is mayel de silka. It's the water in which beets have been cooked. And on Sigrid is Mayo the Khurushalki, top of Lamad Vovamadalas, is the water in which any other vegetables have been cooked. So if you drink it together with the, the oil together with that again, it won't have the damaging effects. Still the Gemara asks, MK and if so, how about the Anikar and Ikka, the Shaman Tofel? Surely the Anikar is going to be the Ikka, and the Shaman is just the Tofel. Or it's another Mibrant in the Mishnah, exactly, this is the rule. Kulshu Ikka Vimat Felo, anything that is the Ikka, and it's got a Tofel with it, Mavari Chalo Ikka, or Petis Hat Felo. He'll make a Brocha on the Ikka, and that's exempt the Tofel. So therefore, you'd be making the Brocha on the Anikar. Now the Pashtus is, you'd say the Brocha on the Anikar should be Ha'adomo, at least according to the Raman, because the Raman Paskins that, uh, what we call mayod, mayor shaloko, it's the water in which uh, vegetables have been cooked, you make very priyadom on it. Here you'll see the Ramam says it's shahakal, and we didn't really go into that question, we just mentioned one answer, and that's the answer of the Gon, who says that in this case, since it's there really to counteract the effects of the, it's, uh, it's, it's together with the oil, therefore it's now got the din of a mashke. And since it's got the din of a mashke, you only make shahakal. Again, there's, I'm sure there's much more to speak about, but, and that is Paskin the Halach, and the Ramal brings it, that in this case, if the Anigran is the Ikka and the Shemin is only Tofel, then you'd make Shahako on the Anigran and that exempts the, the Shemin. So we're still stuck, in which case would you be making Bari Priyoids on the olive oil? So answer the Gemara. Hachamama Askinah, what are we dealing with here? Somebody's got a problem with his throat. The tiny because we learned in a Brayta, somebody who's got a sore throat. A person is not allowed to swig oil on Shabbos. Because that's clearly for a four, and the person's not allowed to take medicine on Shabbos, we're worried he may come to grind down, be over on Tochein. The kids, a person can't, can't do that on Shabbos. What he can do is, he can put a lot of oil into the Anikon, and swallow it. Because then, even though the Maise, he knows he's doing it to, to, uh, to lubricate his throat, but since it's something which other people would sometimes at least would drink it, even not for medicinal purposes, therefore a person would be able to do, to do that on Shabbos. So, the, the idea is here, that now the Shemin becomes the Ikka. Now, is it because, in this case, since you're doing it for the medicinal purposes, the Shemin is going to be much more than, than the Anigran, it's going to be the majority, or is it because my intention is to the Shemin, that's a Machloikas to show him, and all the way down the Halacha is also a Machloikas. Does it go after the majority, or is it to, to do with my, with my intention? That's a Machloikas, as I said, Rishonim him, and the Halacha. But the basic idea is, now the Shemin now becomes the Ikka, because I'm doing it for a four purposes. As we pointed out, that the the, the Tosfos says, Tosfos says that um, that uh, according to Rashi, it would seem that if a person actually just swallowed the oil, he would be able to to have the oil on its own. And if you read the Brayta like this, you can't just gargle it and then spit it out. But if you either put it in in, in an uh, anigrin, then you can gargle it, or you put it, or you drink it, you swallow it in one go then you'd be able to do, to do that on Shabbos. Tosis, as we, say, uh, uh, as we said, disagrees. Tosis says, you've got to have it with an anigrin, and then and even then you have to swallow it. Uh, that's the way Tosis to- to- says. But that, as I said, that goes more into the Shabbos, it's not so negative to us right now. The main thing we have to take from this is, if he's doing it for a four, now the Shannon becomes the Ikka, and now you make Bura Priya 8. But Tosis, well, then that's obvious, isn't it? 
So says the Gemara, no, because Ma'udatemi, you may have said, Kimdila Rafu'a Kamacham, and since at the end of the day, he's only having the oil for Rafu'a purposes, maybe you don't make a brach on that at all. There's no, that's not considered a, there's nothing to be Machai of a brach. That's why he comes to teach us otherwise, Kimdila since he does get Hanor from it, it does fill him up. The way the Me'iri puts it, it's even got a little bit of a nice taste as well. Therefore, by Berucha, he has to make a brach on it, he has to make a Bere Puri Ho'it. And that's basically what what uh, Tosfos Paskins Lahadocha as well. When a person is taking medicine, if it's got a bitter taste, and the only reason he's having it is for the refuah, then Anachalami doesn't make a broch on it. But if it does have a nice taste, even though Lamaita, even though he is having it for refuah purposes, at the end of the day, if it gives him benefit, if he's getting hanor from it at the same time, he would have to make the appropriate broch. We spoke about the shit of the Rambam, the Rambam who seemingly says that even if a person is taking it for refuah purposes. Um, even without an anigron, even though we said, oh, it's a mazik, but since he's doing it for four purposes, he may not make Bariprioit, but he would make Shahakal. And this is brought down, it is brought down La Halacha, this idea. The Me'iri understands the Ramam, seemingly understands the Ramam is going even further, that even if you're not having it for, for four purposes, you would make Shahakal. But we were Medaik, the Ramam, like the Ulele Sephraim, is also Medaik it, that the Ramam is saying that if you're having it for four purposes, and you have it with, with an anigron, so therefore there's no damage, you're having it for a fuah, the shaman is the ikka, there's also a bit of hanar there, it tastes a little bit, there's all round benefit there for you make very priorities. But if you're having the oil on its own for a fuah purposes, or you're having it with an anigrin, but not for a fuah purposes, then you would make the brachot shahakal. That's the way it seems to come out from the Ramah. Carries on the Gemara. Kimcha de If a person's having um, wheat flour, Rashi learns this means literally wheat flour. Tosfos learns it can't be literally wheat flour because on wheat flour you wouldn't make any broth. It's not really edible. Rather, it's flour which has been um, which has been dried in the in the oven already, and therefore it makes it a little sweeter. Or it hasn't been ground down. It's a little more coarse. Whichever shita we we go, we we suggested why Rashi learns slightly differently to Tosfos. But kimchod echitim, what's alok? So Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rabbi Yehuda says you make bari priyadam grows on the ground. So you make bari priyadam. For Rav Nachman, Omar Rav Nachman says Shachakal on the Yevadvar. You make Shachakal. Omar Ali Rav Ali Rav Nachman. Rav said to Rav Nachman, Lo tiplik Ali to Rav Yehuda. Don't argue on Rav Yehuda, who says it's it's Ha'adama. To Rav Yechon on the Shmuel, Kaimi Kabbal say because I believe that Rav Yechon on the Shmuel they go like his sort of reasoning. To Omar Rav Yehuda, Omar Shmuel, the Chin Omar Rav Yitzchak, Omar Rav Yechon. We have this above. Shemen zayis with olive oil, mavot and olive berry priyot. It retains its brocha berry priyot. Almost to be seen. Alva gab the Ishtani, even though it's undergone a change. It was an olive on the tree, now it's olive oil. Still, the milsei we still commit the bracha bere puri. We still view it as being a pre of the, of the tree. So, Hanami said to it here, even though it's changed, everyone agrees if you take a kernel out of the ground, a wheat kernel and you eat it, you make bere puri adama. So, the fact that you've ground it down, maybe put it in the oven, whatever it is, doesn't make a difference. The milsei koi is still a pre, and you commit bere puri adama. Ask the Gemara me domi. Rabbi Yechimah replies, is, are they really similar? over there, It's not, it can't go any better. It's reached the end of the stage. Therefore, as the way we explain Rashi, that is the pre. That is the pre. Because I have the olive. Why did I plant the olive tree? Because I wanted the olive oil. That's called the pre. Because that's why I planted it. Masha Enkain here, I have the kernel in, in the ground. Yes, that grows from the ground, so it's a pre. Now I grind it down, it's no, no longer the kernel. Did I plant it for the flour? No, I planted it to make it into bread. So it's ne- neither the thing which actually grew from the ground, nor is it the end product. 
therefore you don't make Bore Puri Hadam on that. It loses its broth. It's no it can't you can't make Bore Puri on it. So um it's still got another stage where it can go even better, i.e. the pass with bread. Are you telling me when, if, if, wherever there's another stage, you can't make very priyadom, you have to make shahakal? On raw gourd, the kimchot, the sari, and on barley flour, the barchina alay shahakal, the we make shahakal. My love, don't you think the chitay very priyadoma? Then on wheat flour, we make very priyadoma. So you say, no, no. The chitay not make shakal nevedvora. On wheat flour, we also make shakal. So says the Gemara of the Shamin on the chitay. So why didn't he tell us about wheat flour? Say that on wheat flour, you make shakal. And I would have said, because you came to Sari, and all the more so on barley flour, you can't make very priyadoma. Because barley flour is less kosher than wheat flour. It's more like animal food. Says the Gemara, no. Because Iashmin on the chitay, if I would have told you that on wheat flour you make shakal, how the minute I might have thought, Hanimid is the chitay, that you, um, you make a shakal is only on wheat. Avodasari, but on the barley flour, no livre chale kalal. You don't make any brocha whatsoever. Kamashwalan, that's why I have to tell you, on barley flour you make shakal. Ask Gemara, what's the half a minute to suggest that on barley flour you don't make a brocha at all? Umigara mimelach vizonit, could it be any worse than salt or salt water? This now that we've learned in the Mishnah, ala melach malazonit, and a shakal nimidvara. But on those two things you make shakal. How can barley flour be worse than that? So it's more itzrich, yes it is necessary. Because Salkatai Sakhamina, I might have thought, Melach Vizomis Ovid Inish the Shadila Pume. When it comes to salt and salt water, no person from time to time he may put them into his mouth. He get a bit of benefit from it. Abu Kimcha Desari, when it comes to barley flour, Hail the Koshala Kokiani, since it causes uh, intestinal worms, Lodi Vikhali Kalal, it damages the person. Maybe you shouldn't make a broch on it at all. Commercial, that's why we come and say otherwise. Kim this day, our nominee, at the end of the day, you do get benefit from it. Boy, you have to make at least a shahakon on it. And that's why we have to at least tell you that on barley flour you make shahakon. So you shouldn't make the mistake of thinking you don't make a bracha at all. And we explained that what's the chiluk between this? Why is it that with barley flour you make shahakon, whereas on olive oil on its own, we said since it damages, you don't make a bracha at all, possibly even according to the Ramam. Why? Both them damage. And we explained the answers in Rashi. Rashi gives us the key word. The hano is ba'achilo. When I eat the barley flour, do I get hano? Yes, 100%. Later on, it causes side effects? Okay, but since it does give me hano at the time when I eat it, therefore I make a broch on it, shahakal. Okay, we don't make bari priyadom on it, because at the end of the day, it does cause damage, so no, shahakal suffices. And the fact also, that, as we said, because it's changed as well, whatever the reason may be, but... Masha'enkin with the, with, the, with the olive oil, as the Me'iri actually says over there, even with regard to actual Havlonov, the, the Zion effect of it, there's damage in that. It's not afterwards side effects. It's in the very um, nutrition. Giving me that nutrition, it causes damage. Therefore, you don't make a bracha at all on the Shaman's eyes. Um, with regard to the Halacha over here, with regard to the Halacha, so the Rith, said, well, we pass in like Rav Nachman. This is the way they understand the rift. Because, why? Because, he says, on, 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 on barley flour, you can't really eat that stuff, therefore, shahakal. He says, and the chen poskur also. So, the Rabbi Yonah, the Rosh, they will jump in and they say, how can you pass them based on your own svaras? What's going on over here? That's not what Rav Nachman said the reason was. And on the contrary, says the Rabbi Yonah, it makes more sense to pass in like Rav Yehuda, because Rav seems to go like Rav Yehuda. Rav Basra, Rav is the late Amir, so we should pass him like him. So the Rosh seems to answer it a little bit, that, that, to eat, that the riff was Cheshish Litzvah Rasei, 
But he says what would seem to come out of it is, because he, he says, because the riff is talking about actual flower like Rashi, as opposed to what Tosfus was talking about, and therefore in the case that Tosfus is talking about, even the riff would agree you make very pure dominant because that's edible. The might of the bottom line the Rosh says is, although we, we, we gave, we suggested a Pshat in the riff, which we won't go into again now, well, I'll, I'll just mention it in brief actually, is that we suggested that what it could be is the riff is saying, he's not saying, I paskin like Rav Nachman because the wheat flour is inedible. He's saying, it's, his Roshan is, it's mistabe like Rav Nachman. Logically, Rav Nachman makes a lot of sense because wheat flour is not edible. He says, v'chein paskin Rav He says, so to the Goen in paskin, then on the wheat flour you make, you make shahakal. But not necessarily for his reasoning because the wheat flour, in other words, the riff, learned, like Rashi, that the Gemara is talking about wheat flour, actual flour. So it says the riff, it makes more sense like Rav Nachman, doesn't it? It could be the Goenim learned like Tosfus. That was never the discussion of the Gemara about wheat flour. It was more like the stuff which has been dried in the ovens, or it's coarser flour. And there, Elochanami could be with Paskin like, like Rav Yehuda. When it comes to actual wheat flour, the Goenim say, of course. That was never the, the discussion of the Gemara. So in other words, the riff learned like Rashi, that was the, the discussion of the Gemara. And he says it's more Mustafa like Rav Nachman. The ones who paskins like Rav Nachman, why do they paskin like Rav Nachman? Surely Rav goes, goes like Rav Yehuda. The answer is because they learn like Tosfus, that we were never talking about wheat flour. Wheat flour, of course you make shakal. And therefore it comes out, with regard to wheat flour, that there isn't really a shy, at least according to the riff, of course you make shakal. With regard to the coarser flour, or what Tosfus was talking about, says the Rosh, it would make sense to say that we paskin like Rav Yehuda. But since at the end of the day we can't be certain that's what the riff was talking about, the Rift Paskin like Rav Nachman, maybe Paskin like Rav Nachman, even, even with regard to what Tosfus was talking about, the coarser flour and the stuff which has gone through the oven, therefore says the Rosh, as with any Sophic in Brachos, will, will, will go to Shahakal. And therefore that's the way it's Paskin and Shulchan Aruch based on the Rosh, that whether it's wheat flour, whether it's coarser flour, whether it's flour, which are, I mean the stuff which has first gone, the kernels went into the oven, doesn't make a difference. On all of that you will make Shahakal. Carries on the Gemara. Koiro. What does one do with koiro? Koiro is this, you know, it's the brown stuff, I've been told at least it's the brown stuff, which we actually call kara on the Ilulovim. And when it first grows, it's actually a delicacy. It's soft and it's, apparently it's very sweet. But after the first year, it goes hard. What brachot do you make on that? In the first year, obviously. So Rabbi Yehuda Omar Beri Priyadoma. It grows, grows from the ground, so you make Beri Priyadoma. Ushmuel Omar Shmuel says Shark on the Ebed Bore. Rabbi Yehuda Omar Beri Priyadoma. He says Beri Priyadoma because Peyohu, it's a fruit. But Shmuel Omar Shmuel says Shachal Niyamidvara. Why? Peyohu the sofa lehakshe. Since or lehakshe, in the end it's going to go hard. It goes hard in the end. Therefore, you don't even when even when it's soft, you don't make a brach on it. You don't make Beri Priyadoma on it. So Omar Shmuel Rabbi Yehuda. So Shmuel said to Rabbi Yehuda, Shinanah, sharp one. Kavol seich mistabro. He said to his Talmud, the maiden Shmuel said, you know what? I think you actually make more sense than me. Because the radish also eventually goes hard. And yet, on a radish we make beripriyadoma. So it's the Gemara Balohi, but it's not really true. Because it's true the radish will eventually go hard. You know what? So there's no food. Eventually food goes stale. Bread also goes stale. But I didn't make it for the stage when it goes stale. I made it to eat it when it's soft. So to the radish. I planted it to eat it whilst it's soft. Therefore, that's called a pre. That's what I plant for. So you make Beri Priyadoma. We don't have to worry about what's going to be in the future. Whereas Dikla, though not the Inchi Adas of the Koro. The, the Dekel, people don't really plant it Adas to eat the, this Kara. They plant it um, 
if, if anything, they'll use it, they'll wait till it goes hard, and then they can use it as firewood, but they don't really plant it to eat the kodah. If you decide to eat it, no, it's edible, but at the end of the day, that's not the pre, that's not what it was planted for, therefore you don't make pre you're telling me wherever people don't plant it for this purpose we don't need the bracha pre on it what about the caper bush that people plant it to have the pircha which is the fruit and yet we've learned on the various different things which grow on the caper bush on the leaves and the um, bit like uh, palms round little fruits which grow on it but they're not actually the fruit of it. So, berry priyadom. And since they're not the actual fruit of the tree, therefore you say berry priyadom. But it is a pre, so therefore you make berry priyadom. But the avionis, but kafritin, and berry priyadom. And on the avionis, which is the actual fruit, and the kafritin is the stuff which grows around it, the klipa, the, the peel which grows around it to protect it, you make berry priyadom. That's the actual fruit. So, uh, we see that even on the leaves, which definitely don't plant it for the leaves, uh, you make berry priyadom. So Amr Ravnach Mayitzchok answered Ravnach Mayitzchok, "Zelef not inshi adata d'shuto." When it comes to the cave bush, people do plant it for the for the for the leaves and the and the uh, and the the tamaris which come with it. They do plant it for that. That you make berpi adama. Whereas dikla lo noti inshi adata d'koyro, people do not plant the palm tree in order to be able to have this koyro, and therefore you make shakul. And says the Gemara, therefore, Ba'afagab the Kofi Shmuel the Rabbi Yehuda, even though Shmuel praised Rabbi Yehuda, Hilchasok Havel say the Shmuel. The Alokha goes like Shmuel, that the bracha you make on this Kara is going to be Shahakal. And so too says Tosilis, with anything like that, anything which you plant it, not for, for, what, for the early stage, I plant it for the later stage, if you decide to have it in the earlier stage, you will not make Bore Puri on it, you'd make Shahakal. Um, he says, for example, he, 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 he gives an example at least, um, the, the almonds. So he says, some people, he says, the Maita people plant them, Aldaf to have them when they are, um, when they've ripened a little bit, says, if you decide to have them when they're soft, and, and you make shakal on them. Just one important la'alokha, the halokha skazeris points out, although the Rashford disagrees, but the halokha, we pass them like the halokha skazeris, in fact, no, sorry, sorry, no, this, this isn't where the Rashbaud disagrees. It's on, it's on, on something else, I think it is. But either way, the Alokhsgiris is brought down as saying that if, let's say, you've got uh, nuts, which when they grow, they're very bitter. And the only stage where they're really roi lachila is in the early stage. Then on the contrary, in the early stage, that's when you'll make the bracha very prioid. Later on, they're not really roi lachila at all. He says, but, here comes the but, and this again is passing Alokhsgiris. If in the later stage you take these bitter, um, so to speak, in, in, inedible foods, uh, nuts, and you sweeten them up by cooking them, whatever you do to them, you make them nice and edible, then you'll make very pre or eight on them even at the, at the uh, later stage as, uh, as well. But uh, without, without that, you wouldn't even make charcoal because they're completely in, in, uh, inedible. Carries on the Gomorrah now. Omar Rav Yehuda, Omar Rav. Zelef Shal if you've got caper in the first three years, the chutzah oretz and chutzah oretz zerikes you can't have the actual fruits, you have to throw those away, but you can eat the klipo, the peel around it. Because it's not considered fruit. Only fruit is subject to orla. You telling me that only the avionis have the den of pre and not the kaprisen? But surely we've learned, we've learned it in a, in a brighter, 
Almine Niftal, as we had above, on the various different types of the things which grow on the, on the caper bush, and the Onimanatomoris, on the leaves and on these, uh, as we said, these, um, date-like things, on the Evionis and the Kafrisin, you say So answers the Gemara, who do Ralph goes like Rabbi Akiva. This Nama could be learnt in a Mishnah. Rabbi Yezah says, Seleph Mis Aser, Tomorris, the Evionis, the Kafrisin. Rabbi Yezah says, when it comes to Ilkhus Maisa, you have to take from the Kaper bush Maisa from the Tomorris. The Evionis and the Kafrisen. They all have a din of, of, of uh, pre with regard to Maisa. Rabbi Akiva, I mean, Rabbi Akiva says no. Ain misasa ela Evionis bilvad. You only take Maisa from the Evionis. You see that Rabbi Akiva holds the Kafrisen are not pre. Only the Evionis. And that's who, he says, rather, that's who I'm basing myself on. In place, true pre says, the Evionis is the only part, part which is the pre. Ask the Gemara, the name of Rabbi Akiva. So why didn't Rabbi just simply say, Rabbi Akiva is like Rabbi Akiva? So says the Gemara, because Yom Aloch Krabi Kiva had he said Aloch Zay Krabi Akiva, Haba min Anai to thought Afilu Ba'aretz. Even in Eretz Yisrael, we pass Kalak Krabi Akiva. He said Dafkin Chutz Ba'aretz. From Ashmon, that's why he comes and teaches us Kalamikah Ba'aretz Aloch Kamosu B'Chutz Ba'aretz. It's Dafkin Chutz Ba'aretz because in Chutz Ba'aretz, where it's Rabbanon, we follow the more lenient opinion. Abu Ba'aretz Ben Eretz Yisrael, Lo Ben Eretz Yisrael, we don't say that. And we pointed out even though Rashi says Ba'orla, Rashi in Shabbos clearly spells out this applies to any mitzvahs which are Tzuriyos Ba'aretz, which are only derived in Eretz Yisrael. And as Rabban and Chutzoret, in Chutzoret we have the license to go like the more lenient opinion. Um, so that's why he can't say the halachas like Rabbi Akiva, in order to make clear that it's only in Chutzoret we can be makel. Ask the Gemara the name halachas Rabbi Akiva by Chutzoret. Why didn't he just say the halachas like Rabbi Akiva in Chutzoret? The Chana Mekabar is halachas like Rabbi Akiva because we always follow the more lenient shit in Chutzoret. Why didn't he just say that? Says the Gemara because Iyom Ahochi had he said that. That's only with regard to Maisa, because it's taking Maisa from a tree. Even in Eretz Yisrael, Maisa of a tree, Midrabonon, is only Midrabonon. So therefore, in Chutzah Eretz, we can be Mekel. But when it comes to Orla, the Eretz, Midrabonon, and in Eretz Yisrael, it's Midrabonon, the Chiv of Orla. I'm not sure, but Chutzah Eretz, in Chutzah Eretz, okay, it's Midrabonon, but since in Eretz Yisrael, it's Midrabonon, Maybe in Chutzoris we should be Goza. Rabbi Akiva was only talking about Maisa. Maisa is Durabon even in Eretz Yisrael. Have, if it's there, he's got to say, he's got to spell out that even in Orlo, even in Orlo, which is Doraisa in Eretz Yisrael, still in Chutzoris we can go like the more lenient shit of Rabbi Akiva. That's Kamash Malon. That's what he comes to teach us. Ravina Ashkechina Mabaravashi. Ravina Fan Mabaravashi. The Kalzorik Avionis. He was throwing out the Avionis of Orlo. The Kalachal Kafis and he was eating these peels, as we said, like Rav. So Omani, so Ma'abara, um, Ravina said to Ma'abaravashi, Why are you throwing out the, why are you eating the kafrit and throwing out the Evyon? It's Ma'abarik, Rabbi Akiva, because you're going like Rabbi Akiva. The Mekal, who's lenient? So if you're looking for a lenient opinion, because you're saying we can go like the most lenient shit in Chosaret, well, I've got an even more lenient opinion, which will allow you to even eat the Evyon, even to eat the fruit. But the Abid Ma'ak Beishama, why didn't you do like Beishama? The Mekili Tfei, who are even more lenient. The Islam, because we've learned in a Mishnah, when it comes to the caper bush, Beishamai and Beishamai say Kilayim Bekerem. To plant it in a, in a vineyard is going to be Kilayim. Clearly then he holds. It must be that the, the caper bush has got the din of Yerek, of, of being a vegetable. Ubitila and Beishamai say in Kilayim Bekerem. It's not Kilayim Bekerem because it's got the din of a tree. And as the Rabbi Yerek explains, because this caper bush is very, very low, it's very small. So Beishamai say, 
could be it's got the din of a, of a vegetable. We'll see soon it's actually a topic. Whereas we still say, no, at the end of the day, the roots stay in the ground, it produces fr- uh, year, uh, fruits year after year, therefore it's got the din of a tree, and therefore it's not kilayim. Eid of Eid of Modim Shechayah for Orla, and both of them agree that it's chayim and Orla. Ask Gemara Hagu for Kasha, but it's Kasha in itself. Or Matthew starts off by saying, Tzela Beishamah Erem Kilayim Mekerem, the Beishamah said that this Kepabush is Kilayim Mekerem. Almost you see Minyaraku, you see it's a must be a type of vegetable, because if it's a type of tree, there wouldn't be Kilayim. Then you say, even based Shama agrees to be Silo, that it's Chaim and Arlo. Yerak is not Chaim and Arlo. Almost we see Min Elon, who is a type of tree. Answer the Gemara, Holokasha, that's not a problem. They Shama is Tipuke Misatkodu. They Shama have a Sophic, whether it's got the din of a Yerak or a tree. Therefore they go, Lukumra on both sides. With regard to Kilayim, they treat it as a Yerak. With regard to Arlo, we treat it as a, as a, pre, as a, as a tree. Mikal Mokam, nevertheless, what we see is, Lebe Shamave de Sophic Arlo. You see, it's a Sophic Arlo. Utanana, we've learned some, because they're not definite whether it's, whether it's really a tree or whether it's a Yerek. So, now they go to Khumra, but that's only in Eretz Yisrael, because Utanana, we've learned in the Mishnah, Sophic Arlo, wherever you've got a Sophic in Arlo, Eretz Yisrael, also in Eretz Yisrael, it's also. That's why Be Shamave went to Khumra, because in Eretz Yisrael, you've got to go to Khumra. Uva Surya, Surya, as we said, was, it was a part which uh, David Hamelech privately conquered. And he annexed it to Eretz Yisrael, and therefore it's, it's got certain properties of Eretz but it's got certain leniencies. Therefore, in Surya, if you've got a 50-50 Sophic, no, Mutter, you can be more lenient, and you can, you can allow the Orla. Uva Chutzaret, when it comes to Chutzaret, Yoreit Velokeach, top of Lamed Vav on the base, Yoreit Velokeach, you would be allowed to go to the field of, a, of an Amor Oret, Uva Vacheriyan Yere Enulokeach. And I know he's got Orla trees there. I know there's a good chance he's going to take them from the Orla trees. Yet, as long as you don't actually see and take them from the Arla trees, it's no problem. So we've got here Beis Shammai, according to Beis Shammai, that's what would come out. If you've got a Sophic Arla, in Chutzaretz, we go Lekula. So according to Beis Shammai, it's true they went Lekhumra and said, well, this Kepa Bush, we're not sure the status, therefore you have to go Lekhumra with Arla. That's only in Eretz Yisrael. In Chutzaretz, they'd say, well, it's a Sophic, 50-50, we don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's a vegetable, maybe it's a, maybe it's a tree. Chutzaretz, you could be Mekel. And therefore, you can eat all of it. It doesn't have a din of Arlo. So why, he said to Ma'abaravashi, why don't you, why don't you even eat their viyonis? Based on self Shammai, they're the most lenient opinion. Answers the Gemara, you can't compare. Rabbi Akiva, the Mokham Rabbi Yezah, of Dinan Kabbal say. We've got here, Machlux, Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Yezah, whether the Kafrisen are considered fruit or not. Rabbi Yezah says yes, Rabbi Akiva says not. So no, Rabbi Akiva, against Rabbi Yezah, Rabbi Akiva is definitely a shitter to, to, uh, to reckon with. And therefore, in Chutzpah, I can rely on Rabbi Akiva, and I can say the Kafrisen don't have the status of a fruit, and therefore I can eat it, I don't have to worry about Orla. But, Ube Shammai, B'mokam Beis Hillel, ain't a Mishnah. The Beis when the argument with Beis is is nothing to reckon with. We know we pass on Beis Hillel, that's it, it's a Vazai. It's not like I've got two opinions saying I can choose to go like the more Mekel one. Not at all. Beis Hillel, as far as they're the only ones in the picture here. So I can't, Beis didn't come into the picture. The only one I can rely upon is Therefore, we go like this. Hello, it is considered a tree. And therefore, of course, it's got denim of Orla. And therefore, I cannot eat the, the fruit. The question is, then in the Kafrisen. Ah, the Kafrisen, I've got the ships of Rabbi Akiva to rely upon. Fine, I can rely on Rabbi Akiva and I can eat the Kafrisen. Ask the Gemara, fine. Until now, all we've, all we've been discussing is the ships of Rabbi Akiva, or Rabbi Azza, whether it's got the status of a fruit, or not got the status of a fruit. That's with regard to Misa. But here we're talking about Orla. And Orla... Even if the Kafrisen don't have the status of a fruit, there's another reason why you shouldn't be able to eat of, uh, you shouldn't be able to eat these Kafrisen. Why? Because with paper clay, the Nasa Shemir you should 
uh, literally deriving, should be worried about the fact that it's the Kafis in Arashomer, they're a god, they, they appeal around, the, they protect the pre. The Rachmana of Anatero says, the Araltem Arlosa F period. What's the F period? F has top of the period tells me that anything which is top of the subordinate to the pre also has the status of Arlo. Umaymi, who, what is that? Shemin a pre. Anything which is a protection to the pre has got the status of the pre and you wouldn't be able to eat it. So very nice you got Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yezid. They were asking the Gabi Maita whether the Kafisin do have the status of Oro Pri and it's Chayva Maita or it doesn't. And with regard to Hilfus Barachos, so too, Eva Chalami did have the same Machlok. It's fine. So here we're talking about Orlo. For Orlo, it's got nothing, it's not anything to do with the Sapri. Even if it's just a Shoma for the Pri, you can't have it. So since we said that Avionis are the Pri, subject to Orlo, so the Kafisin are the Shoma to that Pri, you shouldn't be able to eat them. So how come our Baravashi eat them? So on our answer to we have to now define what is considered a Shem Pri, what qualifies as a Shem Pri. The fact that it sits on the outside of it for a little bit of time, that's not good enough. On our Rav, Hecho Pri. Where do we say that it becomes a Shem the Pri? Hecho That's only where the peel or whatever it is, is on it, both when it's on the tree and when it's off the tree. It's got to be there the whole time. Hecho, whereas over here with the Kaper, the Mechobar Isay, it's only there when the, when the Avionis are on the tree. The Betolish Lase, by the time it's off the tree, it already dropped off before that. And therefore, that's not called a Shona de Pri. really? You're telling me that to, be, to, classify, to, to, um, to qualify to be a, a Shona, it has to be there even when it's off the tree? Ace Abaye asked, we've learned in a Mishnah, Pitmar Shel the Pitmar of the Rimen is, like uh, is like a blossom which grows on the top, on the top of, the, of the pomegranate. So, Mitzarephus, we know that. Food, there's a certain type of tumor called tumas oichen, tumor of food, and it's got to be oichel, obviously. And for certain halachas of this tumas oichen, the, the food, in order at least, at least to transmit the tumor to something else, it has to be that it's a minimum size of a kabel, the size of an egg. Now, let's say my pomegranate is not the size of an egg, but if I were to include this pitmor, this perach, this blossom on the top of the rim with it, that would make it up to the size of an egg. Well, can I include it or not? So that depends on whether it's called Eichel or not. Is this Pitmon considered Eichel or not? So we say, Pitmon shall rimen mitzarefes. Yes, the Pitmon of the rimen, that is considered part of the food, and therefore that does combine to make up the, the shear. The Honet Shelo, whereas the Nates, the Nates is, this sh- is like the peel, the same thing as on the, as the Kafris, and just this is on the pomegranate, Ein mitzarif does not combine. Now, Mitzikoama Honet Shelo Ein mitzarif, and the fact that he says that this Shoma, this uh, Nates, is not mitzarif, almost he sees it up Eichelu. Obviously, it's not considered Eichel, because if it was Eichel, why is it not Mestarit? Eichel. Must be it's not Eichel. And yet, Utnan Gabi Orla, we've learned with regard to Orla, Kelipe Rimon, the Honet Shaloi, the peels of a pomegranate, and the Nate, this protective thing. Kelipe Egoitim Agarinen, and the peels of, of, a, of a nuts, and the Garinen, and the pips themselves, Chayovin the Orla, Achayovin Orla. Now, before we get to the point, just to point out one thing Tosa says, is you see the Gar'inen Achayv and Orlo. The pips Achayv and Orlo. So it says Tosa, you see from here that pips of fruits are considered fruit, and therefore the pips of, let's say, apples or cherries and these sort of things, if a person decides to eat them, obviously with the one condition they are sweet and they're not bitter and inedible, uh, but if they are, if they're perfectly edible, then you make very priorities. I think that's possibly where the Rashford disagrees. But the we pass them like that. As long as they are edible, they are perfectly edible to eat. A person will make very pre on them. That's just a side point. But getting back to our point, we have here 
the nates of the rimon, which we just proven beforehand is not eichel, because it's not mitzayif to tamat eichel, and yet it's subject to arla. Why? But it's not eichel. It must be because it's called a shomer. And wait a second. When does that drop off? Have you ever seen a nate on a pomegranate after it comes off the tree? Most definitely not. It obviously drops off before it comes off the tree. So you see, to 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 uh, qualify as a shomer, it doesn't have to be there even when it comes off the tree. And Omar Rava rather said, Rava, okay, we have to rethink. When do we say that it, it, it uh, qualifies as a Shemek for the pre? That's only if it's still on the, the fruit, when the fruit reaches its state, uh, 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 stage of completion, when it becomes ripe. High Kafros, and that is the case with the Rimon. But the Pomegranate is there till it becomes ripe. Whereas High Kafros, this Kafros, it's not on top of the avionis of the caper bush. It's not there when it becomes ripe. It's already dropped off before that. Therefore, it's not considered a shomer. Ask him, is that really the case? You're telling me to, to qualify as a shomer. It's got to be there until it becomes ripe. But Omar Rabbi Nachman, surely Rabbi Nachman says, Omar Rabbi Barabu, in the name of Rabbi Barabu, Hani maschali the orlo. These maschali the orlo, which is basically, it's uh, the things with, the same sort of idea, the kafrisim, the same sort, sort of thing. But these are the ones which grow around dates. Same thing, but it's the same idea. And if they're of, if I've got Orla, um, dates of Orla, and these maskali, these peels which grow around it, to protect it, are sire, they are forbidden, you can't have them. Why? Not because they're fruit themselves. Since they are considered a shomer for the pre. Now, the shomer le peri When are they a shomer for the, for the tomorrow? When do they sit around the, the, the dates? The kufra. In a very, very early stage of kufra. When they're very small, before they become ripe. Because Kori, they show them a pay, and yet we still call it a shame of the pre, and it's subject to Orla. So, 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 obviously you're wrong. You see, that is called a shame of the pre, even if it's there in a very early stage. So why, we still, that's square one. Why would the cup feast, and is it not considered a shame of the pre? How come Abarabashi eat them? So, answer the Gemara, you have to understand, that thing you just quoted from, from Rav Nachman about the date, that's a shift to Yechidol, we don't pass them at that. Rav Nachman Savalok Rabbi Yossi, because Rav Nachman, he holds like Rabbi Yossi. We don't, but he does. What's this shit of Rabbi Yossi? There's some to be learned from the Mishnah. Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi says, Samadar also. Grapes, when they reach the st- stage of Samadar, which is the very, very early stage, when the, like, uh, blossom drops off, and you can see all these separate, separate, um, Gargirim, separate, like, grapes, um, at that stage, straight away, it's also, it's got the denim of Orla. Why? Because it's considered a pre. Now, so what do you see? You see that Rabbi Yossi holds, it already is called the pre at a very early stage. Even before it even thinks about becoming ripe. So therefore, according to him, and a Hanami, the, the uh, Sotu with the dates, we assume, would be the same thing. Even when they're in a very, very early stage, the Kufra, they're already considered a fruit. So therefore, the Maschari, this thing which grows around the dates, even though they're only there at that very early stage, that's enough. Because they're there when it gains the status of fruit. As long as it's there when it gains its status of fruit, so it's going to be the, it's going to be called the shemer de pre, but the rabbanon upliki rabbanon ale, but the rabbanon disagree with Rabbi Yosi. The rabbanon hold that a fruit does not become a fruit until a much later stage, when it ripens, whatever the stage we'll see soon. So therefore, in order to to, to qualify as a shemer for the pre, it's got to be that it's on there until that time that it ripens. Well, in the, sorry, in the case of kafrisin, it doesn't do that. It falls off before it ripens. Do the Rabbonon argue with Rabbi Yitzhak when it comes to other trees? Yeah, they argue when it comes to grapes. When it comes to other trees, 
seemingly, they agree with Rabbi Yossi, that it already is called a pre at a very early stage. The Hotanan, because we'll surely be learned in the Mishnah, from when is a person not allowed to cut down the trees in Shvi'as? Fruit trees which are not subject to the Isser of the certain case when a, there's no Isser to cut them down are fruit trees, but yet you can't cut them down because of Shvi'as. Because in Shemitah, once it becomes fruit, the Aloha is Ra'okli, you've got to eat it, you can't destroy it. Cutting it down is destroying it. So at which stage does it become fruit? So Bishamir and Bishamir say, Kola, Elon is with all trees, Mishay you. The minute the, the, the fruit emerges, straight away it's called a fruit, you can't cut it down. With Bishamir and Bishamir say, No. Hechorubim with carrots, Mishay Yashashashir, from when they form like a chain. Vagathanim, with the vine, here we go with the grapes. Mishiyegoreu, from when they reach a certain size. Mishiyegoreu, it's a certain size. Vazetin, as for olives, Mishiyonitsu, from when they gain this little neat on the top, this little uh, crown on the top. Ushakolayilonis, when it comes to all other trees, what do we say? It's not, uh, sorry, again about Mishiyonitsu, Rashi says not necessarily a crown, it's, it says it, it grows around it, it's uh, this, this neat which grows, grows ar- around the olive. Now, when it comes to all other trees, the minute it emerges, it's already considered a pre, and you can't cut it down. Ravasi says, That which we call Mishiyigoreyu is the same as Boisa, and it's the same as Pulalovon. Ask him Pulalovon. is the same as the Pulalovon. Pulalovon is a white bean. What you mean to say is, the size of the Boisa or the Gorua, same thing, is the size of a white bean. Now, Man Shomat leads on our Boisa in Smodaloi. Who is the one who says that it only becomes a pre once it becomes a boiser or gorua, the mishiyu goreyu, the size of a white bean? In then it's considered a fruit. But small but at the earlier stage it's not considered a fruit. That's the rabbono, because Rabbi Yossi says it's already considered a fruit even at an earlier stage when it's smaller. It must be it's rabbono talking in this mishnah. They say it's only when it reaches boiser, and yet we've learned ukatani we've learned sheakolaylon is when it comes to all other trees, including the caper bush mishiyu from the minute the fruit emerges, it's got a shame pre on it. You wouldn't be able to cut it down in Shemitah. So in which case, in the case of the caper bush, the minute the Ebionis appear, it's got a shame pre. And the thing growing around it, the Kafritin, would, would be called a shame le pre, according to what you've said. So in which case, how come Abaravashi eats it? Elo Omar Rava rather said Rava, okay, here's the answer. Where do we say that it's considered a Shemer for the pre? That's only where the when you take off the Shemer, Mayas Pero. The fruit will die. If you take off the Kafisin, Lo Mayas Pero. The Evionis of the Kavabush will not die. There was a case for Shoklua, the Nates Rimona. They took off the Nates of the Rimon, the Yavish Rimona, and the pomegranate died. That's why, as we said above, the Nates is subject to Orlo. Whereas the Shokruah, the Pirchot, the Bittiso, they took off this Perach, this basically the Kaprisen of the Kaperbush uh, fruit, the Kain Bittiso, and the Evionis, they were quite alright. And therefore the Kaprisen are not, not considered, they don't uh, qualify as a Shemer. The Hilchasan, the Alokha is Kamar Baravashi, the Alokha is Kamar Baravashi, the Zorik is Evionis, so he threw out the Evionis, the Okhir is Kaprisen, you can eat the Kaprisen of Chutzla or Etzadis, you can eat the Kaprisen of Orlo. Since the Gabi Orla is not considered fruit, the Gabi Broch Nami also with regards to Brochus, La Peronenu, it's not considered fruit. That quote we just had is actually from the Adokhus Kedolis, and the Tamidir Rabbeinu Yonah explained what that means to say is, in Eretz Yisrael, sure it's considered a fruit. 
because you can't have the coffee similarity to Sodas. Same in Chutz because we go like the more lenient Chitta. But since in Chutz we go one way, in Eretz we go the other way, so it's a Sophic. So if you've got a Sophic where it's very pre or very pre eight, the cloud is always you make very pre Whereas Tosas Paskins, Tosas says no way. Tosas brings from the Ram that uh, since in Eretz Yisrael is considered a fruit, therefore that Salacha is considered a fruit you make very pre eight. And they can't, with the Hilksbrochs, you can't have a difference between Chutzlaret or Etzel, it's going to be very pre And the way we explained it was based on the Rosh, because there's no Sophic here. The Halacha is clearly like Rabbi that the Kaflisin do have the status of a fruit. Because we had a Brighter which, which supported that, as the, the, the Rosh says. And you can clearly see that Rav held that Brighter was, was a genuine Brighter, strong enough that it should be, that should be the Halacha. Just with regard to Orlo, Mitzvah Satriyas Ba'oretz, there there's a special dispensation in, in Chutz Ba'oretz, you can, you can rely on a lenient Shetta. But it doesn't help me with regard to Hilchus Baruchus. Halacha the Maisa, um, I believe we paskin like, uh, we paskin like the Rith, uh, sorry, the Halachas Kedodes, we paskin like that, um, because the Rith brings it, I think the, uh, I think the Ramam also paskins like that as well, I think. Um, and therefore, we, we pass in that you would make Bere Priyadom on it, I believe. Carries on the Gemara. Pilpale. With regard to the sharp peppers. Rav Sheshes Omar Shakal, you make Shakal on it, Rav Omar Lokalum, you don't make any broch on it at all. But also Rav Letame, Rav follows his Sheshes Omar Rav, because Rav says, Kastul Pilei Vyemen Tikpure, if a person eats, and Kast, we said, is, is the Lashon Kosev, means a person has something which is not normal to eat. Sharp peppers people don't normally eat. So if a person ate them on Yom Kippur, potty is potter because it's not, uh, that's not considered something which is going to give him Yishavadas, it's not particularly edible. Kaplan Gavira Biyem Tikipuri, likewise if a person ate ginger on Yom Kippur, potter is potter. So therefore, Robert follows his shit. Mates, we ask a question from a Brysa. From the fact that it says, that's basically the fruit of a tree is considered Orla. Do I not know that it's a, it's a fruit bearing tree? So why does the pot have to say because it's an eight machel? It's coming to include something. What's it coming to include? It's coming to include a tree where the taste of the bark, of the, of the branches, the wood part, in other words, and the fruit is the same. What tree is that? And this is the, the uh, pepper. The pepper tree. The pepper tree. The pepper tree. The pepper is chayven orlo. It's not lacking in anything. It's even got such trees. Shenemad says, It's a land that you will not eat fruit, uh, the bread in poverty. Um, you will not be lacking anything in it. So, what do we do over here? So, um, um, so before, before we go on, the point being over here, what was the harbour of the, Surely it's a tree anyway. It's a tree like anything else. So Rashi, Rashi says in Sukkot, the point is, because you may have said since it's a very, very small a uh, small tree, so you may have thought it doesn't, it's not subject to Orlo. That's why we have to include it and say it is subject to Orlo. There is forgiving, not the Bashar which we mentioned, men- mentioned this year, but that's not the main point we want from here. The main point we want is, you can see the pilpalin is most definitely edible. It's considered, it's subject, subject to Orlo. It's called an Eitzmachos, so definitely you should be making a brach on it. Now, what brach you should make on it, by the way, as we said, was a machloikas. Something you see from it is called an, it's called an a pre. So, of course, you, you should be making very pre or eights on it. However, the rift and the rambam, they both passed in very pre And the way we explained it was, the way I think it's the Rashman Shubh explains, because everyone asks him, why is that? The answer is because, yes, it is a pre. It's perfectly edible. But at the end of the day, people don't plant it for this. And we have, we've, got yet, we've yet to see the answer. Loka, let's see the answer to the Gemara first. Loka, it's not a kasha. Hobar, it's a hobar, it's a Once talking about when they're still moist, then they're edible, they're subject to Arla. 
Even so, says the Rif and the Ramam, yeah, it's edible, but in the mice, people normally leave it till it becomes dry. That's normally people use it till it becomes dry, and then grind it down and use it as a spice. But if you decide to eat it when it's dry, um, on its own, then it's definitely don't make a brachon. And that's what we were referring to beforehand, you're not high up on, on, uh, on, uh, Yom Kippur for that. But when it's moist, then, it's, uh, it's most definitely is edible, and therefore you would have to make a, uh, you would have to make a brach on it. Again, it could be very pre because that's not normally what it's planted for. Omri and, sorry, when I say possibly, that's the way we paskin. We do paskin this very pre-adama. Omri le Rabbanu Lamarema, the Rabbanu said to Marema, Kafan Kavidah B'Yemen Tikipuri Apostle. Is, did Rav already say that, if, well, I should have asked that as a question, uh, if a person eats the ginger on Yom Kippur, he's potter? For Omar Rav, the Shodhi Rav, says, Hayim Lathot, the Asiyah Medehim Dui, that the electory, which is a medicinal powder, which one of the ingredients is the, is the ginger, which comes from India, Sharia is perfectly mutter, you can eat it, you don't have to worry about Bishal Akum, because Bishal is something which has been cooked by a goy, since it could be eaten raw, therefore it's not subject to Bishal Akum. As for what we call Giule Nochrim, the pots in which it's being cleaned, how do you know they're not trade? That's also not a problem, because it's Nathan Tam Nifkan. Number one, because we say Stam Kalim are bene, uh, not Bnei Yeriman, Normally, if you got, if you don't know what your, what the state of the clear is, we can assume it's, be, it's already been 24 hours, in which case it's missing timeless gum. Which means the taste which goes into the food, it actually detracts from the, from the food that you're cooking, doesn't improve it, and therefore it's not a problem. And, but number two, as the Rabbi Niona points out, you want it to be sharp, and therefore anything which, which you're adding to it is actually taking away from the sharpness, therefore automatically it's missing timeless gum. Therefore it's mutter to have it, and the broccoli make on it is very priyadama, what's going on over here? You're telling me on Yom Kippur, your potter, the kasha, it's not the kasha, but it's it's all the Same answer again. When we say you made very priyadama, and obviously you will not be able to, a person will not be potter on Yom Kippur, that's when it's still moist. But, uh, when it's, when it's, uh, dry, then, uh, it's not, it's not edible, you wouldn't make a broth on it, and you'd be potter on Yom Kippur. And, uh, there there's not a shiloh, obviously it's very priyadama, because it grows in the ground. And Tosfus basically says, it's the same with, uh, with any, any, anything like this, that, um, he says, if you would normally, if you would normally eat it when it's dry, then you'd make the bracha or priyadom at that stage. Just picking out the one thing we, we, uh, which we particularly, probably will have to speak a little more about on Sunday, but I'll just elaborate very, or just mention one or two points again here, is sugar. Sugar, Tosa says you make priyadom, others say you make priyadom. That's because again, whether, whether, whether it's, uh, whether it, you can really call it a, a, a priyadom or not, again, the main point is though, the Ramam says it's shahakal. And the base is, he says, since the Ramam says that, we have to be choshish, and that's why we make shahakal on, on, on sugar. And the question we ask is, why? At the end of the day, why do we do that? And what we, what we, what we suggested was, although the, the Bi'a'aloch already said, uh, uh, addressed this point, because he says it's not a pre at all. He says it's not a pre at all. The truth is, I, I, th- I think I'm going to do an injustice if, if I, if I tr- try and do it al regal achas. We've already hit the hit the one hour and ten minutes of the, which is the length of the Shion Shabbos, so I won't go over now. But as Hashem on Sunday, because it's such a, such a fascinating and crucial question, and because I think, I believe it does have a little bit of an effect on the Shida of, of chocolate, which, the same question, surely it should be, be very priority the cocoa beans grow on a tree. So as Hashem on Sunday, we'll discuss a little more about it. Have a very good Shabbos and a good Vach.